over just because you're over it. See, that's why I just stopped. I'm yeah. going to let it go. You know what? Yeah. Reason the Wrong Thanks. Podcast, man. <laughs> K. Wilson, David 2K. Gang, gang. Sometimes you got to stop and let this man sing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like I Every said Every time. Like I said before, you make it sense. It's just, yeah, you're singing. Okay. Before um, you make sense, you gotta make sense. Oh Lord! Now he's dropping bars. Mm. Somebody get this man into a studio, please. <laughs> please get into a studio. I don't know. We'll have to start recording using that piano behind you. We got to start doing something. We're gonna make it work. Mm. Uh, we're gonna but, do something. Yeah, we're gonna do something, man. What's going on with you? You good? I'm good. You yeah. know, living life, having fun. Uh. You all right? What have I been doing? <laughs> Quarantining. <laughs> Quarantining. Yeah. Absolutely. Things, writing, time, time flies. Uh, yeah. Just writing and, uh, yeah, I've been writing. Yeah. It's been a busy week, so I've been trying to, like, bust my head all over the place. Um, and even going to this stuff. So, what was that? That was early this week? I don't even know what day it was. Was that when, when um, Kanye went on his rant? Right. Was that Monday? I think it was Monday. It was something like that. The, the it days was earlier starting. this week. Yeah, days starting to merge. But, um, and I'm pretty sure everyone out there knows, but Kanye went on his rant, started tweeting, mm-hmm. put a lot of stuff out there. He said a lot of stuff, right? Yep. I'm not going to dig into all of what he said, but one thing he did, he started to tweet out, and he put out his... Um, his whole contract. Yeah, his contract. Rockefeller. Yeah. He released them, put them out there, um... And people are starting to pick them apart and dissect them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this was that was the most interesting part of the right. rants. And and you know Kanye goes when he spats, and a lot of times, like I say, he's not. It's not like he's wrong and stuff. And sometimes his timing is what he says or how he says right. it. But he put out uh, um, these legal documents, which I'm pretty sure is going to get him in trouble. Oh, absolutely! I'm pretty sure he broke his um, NDA non-disclosure. Yeah, it's illegal. So he's gonna get in trouble for this. You know, people sign NDAs. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he did. This is not something that's supposed to get out. This is not something that companies and people want to get out. Right. Um, for this exact very reason that people start to pick them apart, and okay. when people start to pick them apart, you begin to put pressure and try to make changes and things like that. Right. Um, and these companies don't really want that. That's not something they want for a lot of different reasons, right? Right. Um. So and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of like I don't want to call it jargon. But oh, it's jargon. There's a it's, lot it's, of like just like there's a lot of nonsense in contracts. It's, it's is, madness. I've just I've just discovered this. Yeah. That, like there's so there's so much in contracts, and they do it on purpose so yeah. that you don't you look at it once and you be like. Alright, and then you put, you put your signature on. This, yeah. That's not um, right. So, we're going to dive into it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I wanted to do this, and I, I okay, so a couple of things I'm going to say. There's a couple okay. of reasons why I know when we first saw this, we had this conversation. I wanted to do this because, one, the average person, the average fan, the average music consumer has... Right. Zero. They've never seen it. They have zero clue what they look like and what goes in them, right? Right. Um, I'm gonna say this as well too. For someone who I've I've written contracts on smaller scale. I read them. I do. I used to do like um, compliance and things like that for other different industries, not music, but like other stuff. Um, so my general knowledge of some of these things. So that's why I kind of like going through some of these things. I'm I'm a geek like that. Um, so we actually had to. I had a class where we had to learn how to make contracts, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Because since we're all art, since I went to art school, like we're all going to be like gig based workers. So yep. whenever we work with someone new, oh, you got to sign a contract. It's all there's this, contract there's based. this. There's this. Yeah, people don't, Those and I don't think people understand too. Outside like music and entertainment, your mm-hmm. employment and stuff like that. If you work a day job, you're signing right. a contract. Right. Um, so I think it's in the best interest of people to learn even the basics of some of these things, how they operate. If nothing else, at least with your jobs, with your industries, at least learn the basics of some of these things, right? Absolutely. Um, so I wanted to bring some of this stuff to light, and we're going to do the best we can. I mean, there's no way we're going to dig into all of this for a couple <laughs> reasons. One, it was 100-something pages. Yep. Two, this thing is a beast. 
And when I tell you it's a beast, it is madness. Man, I only got down. I only like was able to save like 10, 11 pages out I, of like, the whole thing. I got through as much of it as I could. I took notes. I even had a couple homies. I know some friends. Uh, one of them who is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went back and forth, kind of talked about some things. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you right now. He, he, even he was like, yo, this is outside of my realm. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and even though he, um, and one thing about, you know, like, and I'm not going to put no names, I'm not putting nobody out there, but he understood the language and he could speak the language. Mm. But even what he was saying was like how a lot of these things are worded, the loopholes, the double backs, and there's a right. lot of different, like, layers and details, the, the amendments and the, all those things, like, it's so complex. Mm. It's very complex, right? Um, so it's a lot. So I took notes. I have some notes. I'm going to go through them, you know, because this stuff okay. is just, it's, it's, it's a lot. So we're going to try to present this. I want to do this show, like I said, give you guys a little taste of what's going on out here, right. you know. So, like I said, this contract, what he put out was like, a, I think, 110 pages or something like that. Yeah. Um, and there's different, kind of different things he put out, the Rockefeller right. stuff. And I'm going to tell you, too, this stuff is so layered. It's not just like one, but there's mm-hmm. different agreements with different entities, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's multiple agreements and multiple, and so there's a lot, move, there's a lot of movable parts here. Right. It's like you agree to this, and then the, here are the conditions to it. Yeah. You got Kanye, you got Island Def Jam, you got Rockefeller, mm-hmm. and there's like a distribution. So there's like a lot of different people here, which makes right. it even more layered and more complex, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So like, so I'm gonna go through some of my notes, right? And and okay. this ain't gonna take that long, cause trust me, y'all. Um, oh no! I think we're gonna we're gonna we're really gonna get into it. I'm gonna try, right? <laughs> um, so the first note I wrote as I as I skim through, I'm reading through, and I'm trying to take some things like, mm-hmm. um, and the first thing I'm going to preface everyone like again, I am not a lawyer, I am not an expert at these things. I'm just giving you guys my somewhat experienced opinion in a lot of these things, you know. Right. Seen a couple Don't forget, of a couple we're we're uh, we're musicians too. Yeah, but, music, but we, also we don't really know about like the contracts. Well, I don't. It. I don't know about I mean, the music level contracts. Like, I own a consulting right. firm, right? So I do right. a lot in other industries. But mm-hmm. I can tell you, this one was man, it was so unique. Mm. This one was I, I. I was I was spinning my my head was hurting after a while. I had right. to take breaks and come back to it for the last couple of days. I kind of was picking at it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, going back with some people asking some questions, things like that. Um, but that was the first thing I wrote. This contract is not for anyone without a law degree, mm. and some of them, people with law degrees, wouldn't touch it. So I say that to say mm. that's how crazy this is. Also, too, as I was reading through this contract, there's some clauses in here. There's some things in here where if the artist want to dispute certain things. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to audit things like that, if they wanted to have like a legal right. review, mm-hmm. the label doesn't make it friendly for them to do that. So mm. what they said, I saw one clause in here where they even said like, um, if you wanted to audit, you you have to get an outside person. But that person has to be affiliated with the music label. They have to be like a respected right. Ent- entity, right? Right. Because they don't want their process, their daily operations to get disrupted. Mm-hmm. So pretty much saying, if I wanted to review, I have to go back to somebody you all know, mm-hmm. not somebody I know as an artist. Somebody you all know. So if there's any dispute or anything like that, I gotta go back to somebody you know. Mm-hmm. This is how labels do things, and stuff like that. And that's what we've heard before. Where like certain artists, I mean labels and stuff, they they push their own lawyers, or the lawyers are there have interest in both sides. Mm-hmm. Because there's very few people that deal with this stuff. Right. And understand Chance has stuff. a line in one of his songs. I got stopped from making music with my friends. Like everybody's in contracts. Chance isn't isn't a distribution deal. Yeah. Like he just has to put out the music on that platform. Yeah, but there's still a contract there too. Right. You know, there's That's just true. no go-between. And, and I'm going to go into some of that stuff. Like, I see why. I'm going I'm to I'm go into some of this stuff, why people go into labels. Like, mm-hmm. 
on the front end, it makes sense. And you'll understand, like, everyone, you guys will understand in a minute, right? Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to say that first. Like, to even get to a deal, right. to even get to a contract, you're mm-hmm. already dealing with somebody inside the industry. Right. Because there's very few people. I went to a couple of my homies who do, they do contracts and stuff like that law, right? Mm-hmm. And like I said, some of them were like, eh, oh no, because not just with the contract, but with the whole entire entity. This is a, right. this is a machine, y'all. <laughs> so I remember when Meg, when Meg had her issues, she put her issues out there, and all, I saw all the comments. Go get a lawyer. Why don't you just get a lawyer? People, I'm gonna tell you right now, that is not as easy as we think. Right. Like I said, lawyers I can, are expensive. I called one; they're expensive too. I called a couple people, like, "Hey, would you touch this?" There are some lawyers you may know out there, but if they're not part of the industry, they may not even touch it, or they may not even know what to do with this thing. So just because somebody's a lawyer does not mean that they know how to handle this. This might be outside of their skill set or expertise, even if it's contract law. Whoever wrote this is an evil genius. This is this is industry. This is all industry. This contract favors the 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 labels. This right. is not artist friendly at all. So Absolutely again, not. so again, I say, think about a new artist. You're coming into this. You don't know nothing about this stuff. You just try and get a deal done. You try and get paid. These people are saying all the right things over family. You know, trust us. It's all good. But on the back end, you're dealing with the whole other side of this. Is a business, y'all. So first and foremost, to even get to the contract, you're dealing with the other side already. You're already. At an L. Right. So that was the first thing I got away with this. Those little clauses, okay. those things like that are placed for a reason. I can't even audit without somebody that you know. Mm. And it can't disrupt oh, your that's process. Right. You gotta use Ooh, Joe Button says something about that. He but said that's what you saying. gotta use their lawyers. You have to and that's what it is. So like that's in the contract. Right. That's not willy nilly, that's not something they made up. If I want to audit you first and foremost, I gotta get somebody you know. And I can't disrupt your process, meaning they they can't come in there and be flipping over tables and stuff. Right. That's so like, I can't come to you and be like, yo, you've been skimming my money. And I gotta give 30 days notice. Prior. <laughs> Bro, we live less than five miles apart. Like, no, I'm pulling I'm pulling up. Can't pull up. <laughs> can't pull up. Breach contract. Can't pull up. Yeah. I gotta give thirty That's days crazy. written I gotta give thirty days written notice before I even holler at you. For a dispute. Yeah. This is the stuff that's in there. So that's the first thing I took mm-hmm. away. All of that off break. So I said, think about that. Before you get your foot in the door, you're already at an L with the contracts, mm-hmm. with the lawyers, with the people around you. Because, and then, like I said, because there's so many people that don't, they don't understand this stuff. So that you can't go get your own, you can't holler at your homie who just right. graduated from law school. He probably in industry, industry, he probably don't know. Right. So that would if he does know, he's gonna keep quiet. And they're probably gonna get him too. They're gonna run all over him. If you're not a giant, you're dealing. I'm telling y'all, you're dealing with these record companies. One, like there's record companies, but then these record companies are even owned by larger industries. Right. We're talking about Fortune 500 big business mega huge companies. Absolutely. They're designed not to be played with. Right. So your little homie with a Georgetown law degree, he's second year out. He ain't got it, man. He's going to get rolled <laughs> over, man. That's what I'm saying. Right. So when everyone's crying that, go get a lawyer stuff, it's not that simple. First thing. Right. Second thing I took from this is I was skimming. Um, How complex the financial structures are. Mm. It's, it's not just you do an album, you get paid. <laughs> Nah. No. Way. No. <laughs> and, and even me, as I was reading this, I, I was like, this is where I was like, what? Huh? Who? What? Like. You can't just make an album and get paid. First of all, the, the clauses, the languages, like, mm-hmm. everything from payments, fees, distribution, like I said, audits, like, clearances, everything, like, there's so many different amendments, there's so many different lines, it is so complex. Your masters, what things are based on. They try to define things like streams and stuff in here as well, too. Like, mm-hmm. they have their own definitions. They're going to tell you what it is. And right. then, you know, like, and if you don't read this stuff, you have no idea. And this right. is why artists kind of get messed up where, like, they do an album, what's the EP and all this stuff. 
Mm-hmm. The structures. Who's getting paid? There's so many people getting paid. Right. I was reading the thing <laughs> like... You are the last on that list. I was reading the percentages, all this stuff. The splits are the splits, crazy. Everybody. It's not just between label and artists. Mm-mm. It's not. We got managers. A&R. I was reading one thing. His A&R is getting 1% of his stuff like that. Like, everybody... Mm. That's why when Kanye was saying, like, I don't know who these people are on my payroll. Because you don't. Because <laughs> right. everybody got their hands in this. Right. It's so complex. So it's not simple to just navigate this. Again, if you don't right. have the proper people... And again, how many people are going to be proper for that? Because you probably going to go back to their people for that too. Right. And and then I think about it like this. Let's say you have disputes and like when you're getting paid, when all mm-hmm. those stuff is coming. You got to go to court. There's got to be right. some type of dispute. It's a legal dispute. Mm-hmm. So it's so not going to be... artists have sued their labels. Suing is actually, like I was doing a little bit of research, it's such a common practice in music. No, but like the, here's the here's the thing that sucks. That, the money that you're going to sue them with, that's theirs. That's what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, you're, you're screwed either you're screwed way. way. And so then I'm going to go back to this too. So then, so all the, talking about paying and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was reading his contract. Like one thing people don't understand too, like the budget for certain mm-hmm. projects, right? Right. Um, I'm pretty sure if it was like this with his, I'm pretty sure it's like this with everyone else's. Because if you're getting him, you're getting everybody else. So like, how much is that budget? It depends on the project. They laid them out. So they so it looked like they went through them by album, fifth album, sixth album, seventh album. So what it is is so they give a whole overall number, right? Okay. And then they try to disperse how it's dillied out. So let's say I think one of them, like fifth album, might have been like six million dollars, right? Okay. But that budget includes. All of the expenses, all of the fees, everything comes out of that budget. So what they did was they pretty much said, like, okay, $6 million, right? Mm-hmm. Artist advance may be $2 million. That's going to pay the artist real quick. But in okay. everything else, you got to pay the recording time, the location, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Everything comes out of that entire budget. That's not just the artist's money. Right. Every yeah. little detail, every little fee, like, they were looking at something like he was recording in Paris, you know, Paris was $7,000 a day. Like, you, when you move, you travel. You know, mm-hmm. that budget, you got to pay. Think about it. You want a producer for the track? You want an artist for the track? Those mm-hmm. things get paid out of that budget. You remember what he said when uh, he said, yo, why you calling me because in Paris? Yeah. Because in Paris. Yeah, because they would live. Yeah, you, yeah. You want to you wanna, you wanna go to Paris and <laughs> you want to go to Paris just to record a song? 7000 Seven thousand dollars a day. A day. A day. Uh, and I think he spent like I don't know what it was, something like like a couple hundred thousand dollars there or something like that. Like Yeah. And that's and sometimes that's why like artists you want to get away or you in LA record and you in the house, who paying for that? That's your budget. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, unless you come out of pocket, that's your that's your budget, fam. Right. So that when the label says, Oh yeah, we're gonna put you up, they're not paying out their pocket. They're coming right. out of that budget that they've already that's, allocated for. That's that. out of your pocket. <laughs> so then what happens is and apparently it happened here, mm-hmm. um, from what I understand, you go over budget. Every time. Over budget. Because you spending all this money and you may not even be sure. And I don't know if the team around you is sure or if the man or if the label they might roll with it because they know they're going to get their money back. Right. I think every, I think for every artist, like, I know that, the, I think the label knows that they're going to go over budget. So that by the time you actually, like, you catch up and you get hip to, like, what's happening, yeah. you're like, yo, where's my money? Oh, well, let's see. That's what happened. There was, <laughs> there was this. There, there was, was the model service yep, that you this. wanted to get at the club. There was the private jet. You got to pay for fuel. There Every was the thing, transportation, yeah. or you got to pay for gas. Or you wanted you wanted so and so on that track. We had to pay mm-hmm. him and his fees and all that. There's Yo, so much. And that list came out how many years ago? Yeah, there's so much that you got paid for, and mm-hmm. so if you're not paying attention, or you know, and I'm pretty sure someone like Kanye, they probably give leeway too because they know they're gonna get their return. Right. But if you're a young artist coming up and you got you a little budget, mm. <laughs> stick to that budget because if not, they're going to get you on the back end. And then I'm right. pretty sure one thing I was trying to look for, I wasn't sure, 
was if there were any fees or charges for going over budget. Ooh. I'm pretty sure most con they probably they probably slap a fee on there. Right. So let's say if you go over budget, they might hit you with an extra five percent fee just for going over budget. You right. never know. So stuff like that comes into play. So we think like, oh, it's sweet. You got a budget this month? Nah. Like everything is is down to the penny. You Yo, gonna pay? There's what? something in here called a statutory rate. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, yeah, let me. That's a that's a wild. I'm sorry. That was I just saw that. That's a wild name for for something in a contract. Yeah. Um. Well, what statutory is? It's like um. Certain requires certain enactments, things like that. So it's mm-hmm. like, um, I could I could probably imagine, probably some type of like. Don't quote me on this, y'all, and I might be wrong. Um, but, like, some type of, like, regulatory fee, Mm -hmm. some type of, like, mandated fee or something like that. Right. Um, where they throw it in there. Again, another type of fee. Mm. What does that mean? Statutory to what? You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah, that's, that's one of the legal terms that's thrown in this thing, man. Mm -hmm. Like I said, there's all types of, yeah, there's all types of those things in these clauses, man. Um. So, yeah, think about it. Now, as an artist, your head is spinning. Mm-hmm. That's why most artists, when you when people people, I, I've heard, I've seen people clown artists. How come you don't know what's in your contract? How come you don't know what's in your contract? Right. There's no way they right. would know. And even if they did read it, they wouldn't understand this stuff. And mm-hmm. then you probably go back to your lawyer, who's friends with the label, and you probably ask some questions, and he probably give you some little surface level BS answer too. Oh, Ask you know, him, what's the statutory fee? You yeah, know. yeah, he knows his fees because we got to pay for this and that. And so the artist, he's like, all right. Yeah, you know, just sign it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, some fees we had to pay for, you know, like, it's all good, you know. And so they think about it. And again, just like you all listening, just like most people out there, they don't live in this world. Right. All they see is the dollars that they think they're going to get. They try and get paid. Right. And then labels also, they compensate in other ways, too. Like, they try to buy things for you. Mm-hmm. They put up things. I remember... Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so uh, this was just in... The, I'm sorry to keep referencing Joe Button. Hey, Joe Button, if you're watching this, thank you. Because you've given me so much game. But they tried to... Um, when, uh, when the Joe Button podcast, when they were all still with Spotify, because they're, they're done now. But when they were all still there, they tried to give them Rolex. The whole Rolex thing. Yeah, the whole Rolex thing. The used thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then it, I, and then I, <laughs> they said they were used Rolexes. Yeah. And Try. then also, like, I thought about, like, how much a Rolex is. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, hold on. But what about the money that, like, we're supposed to get for being number one for this long? What happened to all of, all of our bonuses that you said that we would get if we stayed number one? Because they, they moved the goalposts. Mm-hmm. Oh, but this clause need to be reached and this clause need to be reached. So that way they prevent that. And instead of paying out, let's say, let's say the bonuses might have been, let's, I don't throw, I'm going to throw a number out there. Let's say the bonuses might have been a million dollars, right? Right. Instead of paying out a million dollars. Each. Yeah. Let's, um, let's throw some use, let's throw some Rolex out. Let's buy some watches or something. The value of the watches probably might have been. Two hundred, three hundred thousand total. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't even think it was like up to like what five percent of but that's, like what but, they were supposed to but get. But that's paid. what I'm saying. You know, so instead of paying out that whole amount, they're gonna try to cut, go back around, mm-hmm. and pay a lesser fee in the form of like a watch or something. You know, right? Um, famous story about Death Row Records. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things about Death Row. Come to Death Row. Yep. What the artist starting to get upset was that apparently Suge was buying them things. Mm-hmm. So they had houses, they had cars, they had all these right. things, but he wasn't paying them money. Right. So I remember one of, that was one of Snoop Dogg's biggest issues mm-hmm. um, when it came down to re-up his contract. He was like, I got all this stuff, but I'm broke for real. Right. And coming to find out in the contract, Suge, that's how Suge was getting them. So they think they mm-hmm. was getting paid, they think they had all this stuff, but he right. really wasn't paying them the cash. He wasn't paying them the money that they were getting. Part of the reason mm-hmm. why they left. They said they, there was rumors of part of the reason they were left with Tupac as well, too. 
Because mm-hmm. the artists weren't getting paid. Right. So it looks like they had all this lavish stuff. They were buying them with gifts and all this stuff. But right. again, those gifts probably didn't even come nowhere near their cash value the artist should have been receiving. Right. So they were getting... Also, don't sign the Suge Knight. Well, I mean, if Suge's doing it, I mean, one, you should know better, but two, right. that's probably... Yes. Like, again, now we got two examples. I'm pretty sure other people are doing this, too. Like mm-hmm. I said, oh, we're going to put you up in the crib in the hills and stuff like that. Oh, we're going right. to get you this. We're going to get you that. And not realizing, the artist not realizing that... All hey, of that money is coming out of your budget. That's you That's you supposed to be getting paid. That's off That's off the contract that you signed with that reading. So the label comes back. You go back and say, where my money? The label says, well, mm-hmm. we paid off this, 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 and this for you. Mm-hmm. Where do you think that money, where do you think that came from? Where do you think that right. house came from? Where do you think them cars came from? Mm. And then like, damn, I'm broke. Don't let it be a car. Yeah, and that, but that's the thing. Think about it. Like, people think, oh, I bought you a car. Again, nice car, 100000 200000 you know. When nah, you, when, you, when you hey. should have been getting a mil, two mil, three mil for the hey. value. That's 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 the little bait and switch, the little flip that comes around with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I go back again. All that stuff is wicked, man. It's wicked. <laughs> and it's all in there. Um, right. What's the other note? Well, another note I took. I said, this contract is not favorable for the artist. Mm-hmm. It's not like I said, for them to, to get money to go about getting paid, the structure, the fees, the milestones you're supposed to reach, all this stuff, that's yeah. not artist-friendly. There's nothing about this that's artist-friendly. You know, right. everything is coming from the label. The label dictates everything. The label tells you everything. They're telling you the dollar amount, stuff like that. And even if you negotiate, you got to be at somebody at Kanye's level to negotiate, you know? Right. So this is there's nothing about this that's, that's favorable for the artist. <laughs> They're banking on... They're banking on broke people to accept the crumb. Right. That's what this is about. Mm-hmm. Like I said, a lot of these artists, a lot of people ain't, ain't come from money. They don't know money. They don't know this stuff. Right. So they're banking on them to say, you know what? We're going to throw this carrot out there. It's going to look real good. We're going to dangle this. Take a little piece of that. Mm-hmm. But behind you, you got the whole farm as the label. You know what I'm saying? Especially to all of us that are like, we come into this broke yeah, and it's like they dangle they dangle crumbs at us, and it's like, yo, those are crumbs. Let's get those crumbs. That's the thing. So I it's like, the, yeah, not only that, I need those crumbs now because I have a family, I have a house that I have to pay for. That's all the stories we get. Hear all the stories from the artists who say, you know, like, I need advance I money. Eat. I got to eat now. I got to eat now. I need this money now. My family, my people are broke now. I'm broke now. Mm-hmm. So then, okay, we can eat this right now. So then. That cut that upfront money looks real sweet, mm-hmm. and that's why you guys always hear about and see. We see artists; it's never in the beginning right. where they're upset about their contract. Mm-hmm. It's always a couple years in where right. they begin to learn about this stuff. Mm-hmm. They begin to learn about how the industry goes because they're in it now. And once right. they get it, they start learning. They start looking around and say, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! Hold up! What's happening? This is happening!" That's when the dispute becomes, that's because they begin to, that's when the education happens. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning. Now, how many people have signed the cash money records? Well, as I said, all of them. I can't even point out, like, all of these record labels. How many people have sued? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And, and some of the lawsuits we hear about, uh, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of others we don't. Oh, yeah. Every record Absolutely. label is based, and that's the thing, too, like, cash money didn't get this model from out of nowhere. Right, they got it from their 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 people. Right. Who were they? Who were they rocking with? Universal, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You think Universal didn't school them on how to do this? Right. Like Cash Money, Baby, and them. Like just like any other. Think about any other like subsidiary. Mm-hmm. They didn't make these contracts, probably. Right. They got them from their parent companies. Right. They're following the same business practices as their parent company. So when they say Baby, Baby got paid. Why? Because he's the head. He gonna get paid. Artists? Nah, we gonna follow the same structure that the other groups follow. So no one's really doing anything outside the box. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Everybody's doing right. the same cookie cutter BS old school practices. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it Bird works. Man it. was one of the highest paid rappers. Yeah, he was but, like in the top ten for Forbes. Yeah. And When's the last time Baby put out a put out a verse? Don't have to when you had the head, and that's. 
That's the thing. That's why I said, like, these. this is not about... This is... Again. Out the music aside. Mm-hmm. And it, not, no, not even music aside. This is the harsh reality of, of the music business, industry. The business in America. Mm. Oh. So oh, we're going there. Yeah, I'm going there. Because this is... This is... This stuff ain't too much different from others. Think okay. Think about it like this. Let's take it as a basic principle. Mm-hmm. You're a nine to five job, right? Okay, your nine to five job. They may pay you a salary. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Let's say I don't know. I'll just pick a number. Let's say your average. Let's say average American salary is somewhere like forty thousand, something like that okay. a year. Um, you work for a company. Mm-hmm. You make forty thousand dollars a year. Your fringe little benefits package and all that stuff probably comes to about three, four thousand. So your value at the company about forty five thousand, something like that. Let's, let's throw some mm-hmm. numbers out there, right? But what is that company worth? Mm. What is that CEO? What are the upper echelon making? Right. Bonuses, figures, millions of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. But your contract, your contract mm-hmm. says you make forty thousand dollars a year. Right. Meanwhile, the dude sitting next to you is in a get, suit. Yeah, or the dude who's your boss, your boss's boss, and the CEO, mm-hmm. they're making exponentially more. They're mm-hmm. running the company. Is that really different from this? In your day job, you're producing whatever it is you do. Mm-hmm. As an artist, right. what are you producing? The music. Right. So at the end of the day... It's still the same, almost employee, boss, company structure. Right. It's just a different format. Right. So, that's, I mean, that's why I say America. Mm-hmm. Probably other parts of the world, too. But it's similar structures. Right. You know? Like I, feel like, I feel like the artists are just like, it's like, we're, like, the artists are just like the speck of dust. And the music industry is like the whole beach. Yeah, yeah. Just like as an employee at a job, you're a speck of dust. Right. That's what this is. That's and why I say these structures. you get treated as such. That's why I say these structures. And again, the thing about artists is, again, because artists go in most of the time by themselves, they're technically independent. Mm-hmm. There's no way to fight this stuff. Right. And the thing about artists is, I mean, like I said in the beginning, like, on our side, we look at it like, oh, they're still getting rich, they're still getting paid, and stuff like that. Uh, from you the know, average person, they, to do, they have to work to do that. They have to work around their contracts. To well, do I mean, but, 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 yeah, sometimes they get paid. But just like any other employee, right? Mm-hmm. What what their fight ends up being is how much money did I make this record label? Mm-hmm. That's what Kanye was saying when he started talking about like. How much money did I make this label? I made Joe Button when he said I made Spotify over nine figures. You okay. know, when, when Kanye said, um, how come Michael Jordan is worth one billion from, from, from Jordan brand, but mm-hmm. Nike overall is worth ten times, fifteen times more than that, you know? Because that's when they start Nike talking owns. about But that's when they start talking about the worth. And that's where right. we come in with a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Um, because when people that's what I said that's what it takes experience and artists have been around for a couple of years and then they start learning start looking around and say wait I made all this money right here for these people mm-hmm. why am I not getting a piece of that again right. Kanye starts talking about why am I not on the board seat why am I not a board member of some of these companies that I'm right. making all kinds of money for mm-hmm. you know those are valid questions and I said someone right. at Kanye he gets to that level he can say that Mm-hmm. Up and coming artists can't do that yet. So that's <laughs> there why are I, a lot actually that can't do that. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So like that's why a lot of them it's almost like they take their L's up front and then they mm-hmm. got to get out of it. You know, right? Athletes, same thing. Look, look, look at a lot of athlete contracts. They're mm-hmm. similar. They're, right. they're kind of that first rookie deal you take four or five years, you're not making that much money. And that's mm-hmm. why that's why they say most athletes you got to get to your second or third contract. Right. Start making that money, you know, right. and more freedoms and liberties and clauses and things like that. Like how they talk about how the NCAA makes X amount of money, but <laughs> these these kids ain't getting paid. They getting paid. I mean, but I mean, some of them are. I mean, but not not with the traditional structures. 
That's, that's a whole other conversation because I'll tell you right now, if they start talking, you think they're going to pay them kids what they're going to be worth? No, they're not. Mm. And most of these schools are state institutions and when they start paying, they're going to make them state employees. Right. Minimum wage. Right. That's why they're going to have to go other ways around it. But that's a whole other conversation, right? I think we, ooh, I think we could say that artists are employees of the yeah. label. Well, that's what, it's, 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 yeah, that's that's a that's a um that's a simile. Yeah, I would say that. I think what it is is that like, just like artists, athletes, employees mm-hmm. at jobs, you are, you are the producer. You are the force. You are the talent. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whereas like you're that's making it. it go with this you're level. The you're the talent. You're making it go with this level. Right. And there's other things in place to help along with that, but but the problem is with a lot of that is that like the talent should be getting more. Right. And I think that's, oh, that's, that's what the fight has been. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, if you listen to people, especially like Kanye, if they don't deny like other sides trying to get paid too, right. they don't say no one else shouldn't get paid. They don't say that. What they say is that we should just get a bigger piece. Mm-hmm. What we do drives this whole thing. Right. Without me, would all of this have happened? Right. And so, that's the, that's their fight. So, that's I kind of see that. Always- yeah. Ooh, that's why um, the 360 deal is so it's so bad because you should not be getting paid off me making a show that I wrote, that I produced, that I wanted to make after I got out of the music industry. You should not be getting paid for that. Well, that's again, these things aren't friendly for the artists and talent. You shouldn't be getting paid from the endorsement be. deal yeah. that I had to get. Yeah, that I negotiated. But I'm going to think about it like this. I mean, and uh, I hate to say it like this, but I'm, I'm going to play the other side of the fence right now. Mm-hmm. As a business owner, if I can maximize any way to profit off something, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Again, that is the society. Right. So if I can get somebody to say, hey, you doing that over there? I got that too. I want a piece of that too. You you writing this over here? I want a piece of that action too. You know? Right. And a lot of artists do this because... Again, the financial covering and backing in the, in the front end. Right. You know, so it sounds sweet when, like, oh, I can write this and you guys going to help me put this out. Or mm-hmm. I can do this and you guys supposed to help me. Just like I hate, I hate to go back to Joe. Joe said, <laughs> you know, Spotify is supposed to help us on tour. They're supposed to provide equipment and all this stuff, you know. That sounds sweet in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys going to bring some equipment? We ain't got to pay for that? Okay, cool. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I thought they were doing the tour by themselves, and then, uh-huh. and then they wanted to. Spotify had a piece of that too. Mm. And what did I he thought, say? I thought it was that they wanted a piece of it because no, they got a piece. Because what did he say? They never sent the equipment, but he still had to send them a check. That's true. That's true. So Spotify was supposed to help apparently with some of that stuff. He said supposed to send equipment and things like that. He's supposed to help. That was it. That apparently was it. they never did. But he still had to pay them to honor the contract. How crazy yeah. and nuts is that? We're supposed to be in this together. We're supposed to get a piece. You ain't even hold up your end of the bargain, but I still got it. Right. That. You didn't help me, and you still want to get paid? Still, Wait, still, still had to send that check. That's nuts. This is what we're talking about. And he did it. This is nuts. So, that's what, yeah. So, <laughs> I can keep going. Um. Another thing, so another note I took is that they, they attempted they attempted to define terms such as stream and download. Mm. In this country they did. They had they had some terms in there and I yo <laughs> trying to read what they wrote to define these things was nuts in itself. Right. I was trying to read uh I was trying to read the like miscellaneous column mm. or the No, there was uh something about um the joint album that Kanye and Jay did. Yeah, and again, now we're talking about a whole other layer because you bring it to somebody else, right? This is that's what I'm saying. It's it's so much. So I'm reading. I said because I've read. I said, oh, they try they try to define stream. I couldn't tell you what it said. It was so jumbled. They they stream download. Um, yeah, a couple other terms in them like so they tried, but if mm-hmm. if you go back and I couldn't even like. I can't tell you what it said. Right. That's how. That's how like ridiculous it was. Like from an amateurish, uh, from an amateurish standpoint, 
A stream is someone playing your music. Yeah, that's amateurs. But I'm going to tell you, when they went to go in, they went as deep as to say, a downloadable file from the masters mm. to someone's computer or device. Like, they broke it down like that. Mm. Device from the master. Like, mm. so think, like, that's deep. Wait, hold on. So, you're saying that, so I have my phone, I have my computer, I have my tablet. If I download the album and it's on every, and it's on every, uh, every device, those streams count towards, uh, the album. I couldn't, so, so, so I don't know the answer to that question based on the definition, right? Because like I said, if they're talking about that's, like download. I think, I think that says something. That, that says something. Because think about it. Because what they were talking about, like, I'm reading the term the master, the master, mm-hmm. meaning from the source, really. Right. So th- I, I thought about it this way. And I could, again, y'all, I could be wrong on this. I'm trying here, right? But I said, here, if you're talking, if you start bringing up, like, the master, right? Mm-hmm. So that means if I download it to my computer from whatever site that has the master, mm-hmm. let's say like Spotify or somewhere, I download it or whatever. Right. That's one. That's one. Right. But let's say if I took it from my, my computer to my phone, mm-hmm. that's not coming from the master at this point. Mm. That may not count. You Wait, see what I'm saying? So from So once I download it already. If I share it out, those shares may not count. So that's download. So streaming, again, that was so ambiguous as well, too. I don't know. So there there was like these rules. There's rules to this. It wasn't just as simple as, oh, you playing it. Nah. There was some some stuff with this. So that's what I'm saying. So now it's like, okay, they put up these terms. And then another thing I thought about, I said, well, this, this was... Island Def Jam and them. Right. What about the other labels? Are they going by the same definition? Most likely. Do we know? Is, is, also, is Sony think, going by this? Is you know are all of them? Are they are they going by the same definition? Mm-hmm. Had you remember definition a couple changed? years ago when uh, I think it was Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez? They were like, yeah. "Hey, go string the album, and then once you finish, like." They were given all of these directions. Yeah, but think about it. And remember that? Remember how complex that was? Right. So we got to go through all these loopholes. That's and that's the thing about the artists is, and they and people understand. I remember they got. They, I remember they got clowned for that at first. Mm-hmm. But I said, no, you got to think about that. Think about what they're trying right. to do. Mm-hmm. They're trying they, to go number one. They so need go, those one. numbers. Yeah. Once you go number one, you get that bonus. Not even just once the number go. one bonuses, but like. If there's milestones, if there if there's certain things that these numbers dictate, if these streams dictate a lot for them in terms of like payout and stuff like that, right? If especially if they're not getting it in other ways, they try to figure out everything they can do to get theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, now like I said, even going through this, I even have even more sympathy for the artists at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand absolutely. why. I understand why streaming farms exist now. Right. Um, legally, are they right? I don't give a damn at this point. I don't. But I see now, just like, because looking at this showed me mm-hmm. the record labels will go do anything to get their bread. Right. Oh, absolutely. They screw over anybody to get their bread. Mm-hmm. So why does the artist have to have all this integrity? Mm-hmm. So for artists to try and do what they do to get their bread, mm-hmm. okay, because they gonna get the labels gonna get them. So why do they have to sit there and take it? Right. They don't. Right. So if you they remember up, when yeah. Joe was talking about how he was, uh, he took a while off. He, he took some time off because his dad died. Yeah. And somebody called. They had somebody call him and say, "Hey, what's going on? You you haven't been active for a while." What's, what's happening? Yeah, they oh, had they my had, dad died. They had Bill Simmons, who was another guy on their on their um. He has another podcast, Bill Simmons, mm-hmm. The Ringer. Right. They didn't call him. They had Bill Simmons call him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's like 
oh, what's going on here? Like, they had the loophole how to how to take a break. <laughs> because, and people, that's why I say people, oh, you didn't negotiate contract, you didn't negotiate them. They're contractors. Mm, you brought it back a little yeah. bit? Yeah. So we good. So, sorry to take a quick pause. Yep. But, I was saying, no, so no, they had to, they had to, they had to like find a loophole to to get out for a little couple minutes because again, right? Just like they're not employees, they're contractors. And if mm-hmm. anybody knows about contracting, a lot of those things aren't put in the contracts. Mm-hmm. You know, like you doing this is not so much that like you you negotiate a vacation; it's just that you're providing right. a service. Right. So like I know like again as a consultant as a as a contractor. Mm-hmm. Pause. Sorry, I had to take another quick break, y'all. Busy mm-hmm. over here. Um, but yeah, because like again, contractors, like I said, like as a consultant, sometimes I don't get like a lot of contractors don't get benefits actually right. unless they write it in. They right. don't get you know the the usual luxuries as mm-hmm. employees. That's what separates them. Employees, they're employees because they have that long term contract. They have some of those clauses. You're mm-hmm. a contractor. Because it's really like temporary type of things. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the difference, you know? So, talking about did you negotiate vacation? No, that's no, that does, it doesn't work like that a lot of times. Can especially, you si- especially in his situation because it was non- it was unexpected. Yeah. So he had to take time. Yeah, so it's like, but they use that, you know, as also vacation time too. Just like right. anybody else would. Like I said, again, as a contract, I've done that too, like. Oh, something's going on, you know, it's an emergency, but I might take an extra day or two. Mm-hmm. You know, you find ways to get around it. So, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff, again, that's from people who don't understand how these things work. Right. You know, if you've never been on this side of the fence, if you've been an employee your whole life, you have no idea how it works. Um, so. I'm starting to understand this now. I'm seeing all of this now. Yeah. Like, working with you, especially now. Like, I'm seeing, and all of this stuff's just coming out, I'm asking questions, like, I'm, like, doing research now on some certain things. Yeah. Like, like it's I crazy. Can, I can tell you, my consultant firm, like, I have contracts, but, you know, vacation time built in. Mm. A lot of times, if I take a day off, I, I, if I miss something, I don't get paid. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's why sometimes you have to... Like, and I'm not saying this for music industry and stuff like that, but sometimes, you know, even with us, like, we're strategic with our time and how we do things and how we piece stuff together yeah. to make it work. You know? Right. One thing that I kind of like, I personally kind of like not having a regular a schedule and a boss and all that yeah. because I get to dictate how I use that time. Right. I get real creative with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it works for me. And, and they did, too. You know, right. they said that not to say they didn't get a vacation. Right. They said that to try to explain the overall picture and how they were treated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, differences. Um, like I said, so we went through over that. We went over the budgets. Like I said, these projects have budgets. Um, Ooh, I kind of want to talk about uh, Jay selling Kanye's publishing to get his publishing back. Because it was probably part of a deal. Right. Yeah. That kind of confused me, but at the same time, I understood it. Well, like, if, I, I think another thing I would have put in there, and I don't know anything really about contract stuff, was I would I would put some leverage on, uh, I would have put leverage on Kanye's contract so that you can get it back. Um, maybe it's in how it works, maybe not how it worked. You know, he wanted to get his back. Kanye's contract, Kanye's, no, Kanye's was probably leveraged to get his back. Mm. Think about it. If you try and get yours back and the label say, hmm, we'll give you yours, but if we also get Kanye, it's like a trade. Mm. It's like a trade. I'll give you LeBron if you give me back three or four pieces. Mm. And if you want that back, you say, I That's business. It's like I get LeBron. Get LeBron, and what you gonna give me? Deal, you know. So Jay's position, he probably like I'm trying to get mine back. Kanye's is an asset I have. Again, take all this friendship, 
Take all this I know you stuff out the window. These are assets. These are pieces. Mm-hmm. We're all brands and we're pieces. all so we're that's all a, just being, waiting to be sold. That's a bargaining chip. Again, Ooh, I, think, I, don't like, I, I don't like the way that I, I put that. Sorry. No, but I'm saying, <laughs> leave it alone. Breeze over. But um, <laughs> but think about it. These are assets. Mm-hmm. So if you have an asset that may work in a deal, all right, you know, that, and that's why people again got to let go of the personal feelings, got to mm-hmm. let go of the you know emotional ties or something. Again, mm-hmm. I'll take it to sports, sports teams, professional athletes, their contracts. Right. That's why we never see that when they trade, they say we traded the rights to. Mm-hmm. We traded expiring contracts. Sometimes you would right. trade them for cash value. Mm-hmm. Because these, these are assets. You're not looked at as a human being at this point. You're looked at as an asset. Right. How valuable are you to me? Mm-hmm. That's what this stuff is about. That's why, as we talk about masters, as we talk about all this stuff in the music industry, these are assets that are valuable. So do you mm-hmm. think a record label wants to give up an asset so easily? Like right. and I don't think we I don't think I'm gonna be honest, I don't think black people are ready to have that conversation. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they shouldn't own their masters, but what I'm saying is from a business perspective, think about you shouldn't from, give it out you shouldn't the, give it away right away. But sometimes they don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Just like Kanye's got a contract, like the, the masters are in there. The right. contract says, it doesn't say you produce the music. It says when the masters are completed. Mm. You get paid when we get the master copies. Right. They don't say when you put the album out on Spotify. No. When you give us the master copies, that's when that starts. Mm. For a reason. Because the master copy is an asset that has value. So when people say, you know, I remember going back Diddy and um Diddy and Mace. Why won't Diddy give Mace his masters? Won't he give? Again, business. Ain't nobody giving nothing in business. Right. If Mace's masters are worth millions of dollars, why would I give up something for nothing? Right. Think about and it that way. Real quick, Mace tried to buy back his masters. Tried to buy back, but he probably have enough. Hmm. Let's say you come back, I'll buy it for 2.5, but they worth 10. I think that was the number. I think that was the number. As a business person. I think, I think it was again, 2.5. As a business person, if they worth 10, why would I give them away and lose 7.5 million, 8.5 million, whatever it was? Mm-hmm. That's not smart business. And again, y'all, I'm not saying that to favor with the industry, but I am saying that to say, all this stuff we hear in the industry about friendships and mm-hmm. close ties and all this, just like with athletes, just like with other parts, that's all smoke and mirrors. Right. It is. None of that stuff matters when we start talking about dollars. Mm-hmm. It's like Jay-Z, Dame Dash, how'd they split? I thought they were friends. <laughs> <laughs> you hey, where Dame at? You think this stuff is about friendship? No. Uh- that's why I think that's why they say that friendship and business don't don't mix. mix. Don't mix. Mm. My business, I ain't got very few friends around me. Mm. The family, nah, I ain't rock. I could, I could have had some. No, why? Because when it comes time for me to make a tough decision, I can't. It's hard to separate the tough decision from my family. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. And that's, again, now think about the flip side. Why do you think record labels use terms like family and friendship to draw people in? Because it's disarming. Right. Because if an artist, if you think we family, you're going to let your guard down and I can throw this contract in your face and get this money. Right. Do you know how many artists Didius screwed over? Do you know how many, like... And that's what I'm saying. So, like, we talk about screw over. This is the contract's. Mm-hmm. This what's in here. So this this is a tough, this is a hard situation. That's why I'm saying, y'all, this goes far beyond screwing someone over. Right. And sometimes it's not even screwing people over. You like, read the contract. You're going into this industry already in a hole, I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Unless you already got your own label and distribution and all this stuff and you came up self-made. Mm-hmm. If you sign a label, you're going in a hole. 
that first contract going to suck till you get your bread. Mm. That's what I'm saying, for real. Why do y'all think I'm a podcaster now? Yeah. <laughs> why do you think Black Squirrel ain't owning nobody's stuff, man? This is why. I'm totally kidding. I love this stuff. I know, but, but for real. Also, I mean, like, why, the, why do you think Joe went to podcasting and said whatever to his music? Because this, and then, like I said, this stuff will make your head spin. And out of all, you trying to read all this label, you trying to read all this contract stuff, and at the end of the day, you're supposed to still try to make music and be creative. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Right. So next time you listen to your artists, you listen to their favorite song, you listen to all this stuff, you may have a little bit more appreciation of what they're going through behind the scenes. Right. That's what this says. Um, I think Empire <laughs> kind of... Um, Honestly, I think Empire kind of like uh, they kind of showcase like what what goes on in the industry um, a lot better. Uh, yeah, I think they. It was such a drama. I, I think right. It was very dramatic, but at the same time, like there were things that like I really believed, you know, and I was like, oh yeah, that definitely happens. Well, life. I think concepts come some come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think like like if I was watching something, um, what's been a good example. Mm. Um, I mean, I think certain pieces of certain things, you know, I don't know about the the, the music, the movie stuff, because I think mm-hmm. it's like the technical stuff gets over overblown. I mean, like the, the drama gets overblown. Right. But um, I'm trying to think, I don't, I don't, I can't think of one off the top of my head. But um, I mean, they're out there. They're right. out there. I watch a lot of these documentaries and stuff where they start really like going after like facts and stuff. You see it. Mm-hmm. And again, a lot of this stuff people can't have they haven't been able to get to and talk about because these contracts are so Oh, they're so lucrative that you can't even talk about it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't really get to the notes and bolts. Mm-hmm. Unless you get somebody breaking the NDA. Right. Good luck. And then they got they gone they get sued for that. Mm-hmm. So you're losing. You're losing because that's their lawyers that are about to represent. Yeah, but also you're breaking the legal contract, and no matter. And that's another thing too. No matter what you think about it, once you sign it, you're obligated to honor it. And if you mm-hmm. don't, there are legal ramifications. Right. And one thing about the court system is they're, they're very, um, very, very strict on that. You're, you are required to know what's in here. It's mm-hmm. not the court's job. It's not the other person's job. Once you sign it, you're, oh, the onus is on you to know right. what's in that contract and to honor it. That's what sucks. So if you don't know what's going on, you start breaking the rules, you get screwed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, that that's like what I got with this. You know, we could go yeah. on this all day, but, you know, trying to, trying to, like I said, just trying to bring light to some of these things. I right. think as time goes on, we'll probably learn more. And as people start to dig into this thing, like legal experts okay. and stuff, we'll begin to learn more and more. But just y'all, just know that, like like I said, this was like a brief, brief skimming the surface overview. Right. This is, came up with. This is a tiny bit yeah, of this was what the music industry is. Tiny bit. Tiny piece. So... Again, just trying to educate, trying to inform y'all of what's going on um, mm-hmm. with some of these things. So, all right. Dope st- Rhymes Fat Beats? Dope Rhymes Fat Beats, man. We're going to get into it, man. Let's, <laughs> let's change focus. What, what you got on this one? Uh, I got Mrs. Whoever by Saba. Okay. okay. That just came out. He put out a two-pack. That I, I haven't heard. Uh, okay. A lot of... I'm, Saba is such a dope artist. Okay. I'm going to take your word for it. Right. You I, gotta I, check him out. Yeah. I need to. I haven't, um, this week, like I said, I haven't really caught much music. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I, I, last night I went in. <laughs> did you? That'll be this weekend as I try to mellow out. So, alright, I'll check that out. Um, mine, as I'm sticking with the Kanye theme, mm-hmm. um, I threw a song out there that most people have heard Bound 2 from the Yeezus album. It's the last hey. song it out. For some, for some reason, that song slaps so hard. It slaps. It's one of those songs I hate to like, and we're gonna talk about that too one day. Um, hey, let's talk about it real quick. Nah, that's a whole other show. That's a whole other show. We have fifty nine uh, minutes right now. Um, yeah, but you know what? Kanye might be like a whole like 
Yeah, like I, I'm not gonna have to be like a whole season of a podcast. I know breaking down Kanye, and I think people mm-hmm. have done it. Yeah, um, but have. but that song one, I don't know why it came on my playlist the other day, and I like I like the song, but I'm not. I feel like I'm not supposed to, you know. Mm. But if you listen to it, he says some stuff on there, right? You know, it's it's a catchy song. He says some stuff. I know people get caught up with the uh-huh, honey, and all that stuff. Like, uh, yeah. But if you listen to the lyrics, it's kind of catchy. Like, I like some of the stuff you say. Um, so I figured as I'm talking about Kanye, I'm throwing that out there. I'm what she with doing that in the club on a Thursday? Yep. She says she only here for oh, her girl birthday. I'm you, and that's that's to me that's Kanye. That's like classic good Kanye, where it's like if you listen to him. He says stuff. He says the stuff that we think, or the stuff that we have in private conversations. You know, he'll mm-hmm. say it. Right. So that's why I like listening to Kanye songs sometimes, right. especially the old, the old Kanye stuff. Right. Was also, real quick, listen to when Kanye talks because while uh, my cousin he said this, yes, he's yeah, he said this yesterday. Shouts to dots. Uh, he. Um, he said, yeah, Kanye goes off, but listen to when he's talking because something's going to slip and that's going to be a jam. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so a lot of people just dismiss him as being crazy. No, no, he, there's some, there's some, there's some stuff in there you got to pay attention to. Right. It's like the contract thing. He put that out there. Like, like that might've been a move he's going to pay for, but it may help educate a lot of people. Right. So it may have been, you know, like for him, it may have been a bad move, but it may be some good coming out from some of this stuff. I'm telling you. So like, mm-hmm. sometimes with him, you just got to decipher. You got to pick through what's good and what's what's borderline on some crazy stuff or what's on right. some rant stuff. But if you can do that, I mean, I get it. That's why you can't just totally dismiss him, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Well, so maybe foreshadowing, but did, uh, Kanye a couple of years ago he trademarked. He, uh, I think it was Yeezy Sound or Ye- some something, something yeah. to that effect. Yeah, which maybe yeah. he's maybe he's gonna just like start his own label and or start his own thing and only put out music on there. Yeah, you never know. You never know. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, so that's all I got, man. Um, before we go, do want to let everyone know. Check out the merch. Um, Reason Around Podcast, we do have merch. If you check out our social media pages, um, it's out there. So we got stickers. Um, stickers, the hoodies, some of the clothes. There's certain things that we're putting out. I know more is coming too. So if you rock it with us, if you like it, you know, like check it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll always post the links and stuff like that below. But um, right. support, show love, you know, check out some of the merch. Right. So, and again, listen to the podcast. Another thing too. You know, if you're rocking with us, tell a friend. One thing that does help, you know, like, repost, share this stuff. You know, right. um, that really Sweet does. Us. Yeah, that does help support. That does help us grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're rocking with us, you're rocking with the Black Squirrel Media Network, you know. Um, come to Black Squirrel. Come to Black Squirrel. It's a lot of, you know, black creatives doing their thing, podcasters, YouTubers, you know, mm-hmm. social media influencers is coming together, trying to make it happen, you know. So we support each right. other. We helping each other out. We shout each other out. So, um, and you'll see more. We got of that love stuff for too. each other. Yeah, actual love, not yeah. label love. Not label love. <laughs> nah, this ain't no. This ain't no label family. Nah, nah, nah. It's actually real, real folks out here, man. Um, and we do not own their. We do not own the creative stuff. This mm-hmm. is affiliation network. IP is everything. Yep, they own their stuff. We just here to support and help along the way. Absolutely. So, with that being said, um, y'all have a good week. Listen to some dope rhymes, fat beats. Listen to some good dope music. Dope rhymes, fat beats. Um, yes. Till next week, next week, y'all. Peace. Peace.